The video conference platform Zoom is being widely used by educators across the country. And like many of us who have been on a Zoom call, teachers must brace themselves to expect the unexpected. So what happens when a teacher sees what appears to be a gun in a student's bedroom? We're about to find out. I'm Carl Gerard, and you're listening to the Only One Mike podcast. Now, the story I wanted to discuss with you all, um, I seen on CNN a couple of days ago. It's about a young man by the name of Kyle Marie Harrison. And he's a fourth grade student from Louisiana who attends a school called Woodmere Elementary, and that's in Jefferson Parish. Now, on September 11th, he was in his bedroom taking a test and he had his computer muted so he could concentrate. One of his siblings came into the room and tripped on a BB gun. Now, the BB gun was a gift that Kai received some time ago. He picked up the gun and he was out of sight from his computer for a moment while he placed the gun on the chair next to him. He noticed when he got up that his teacher was trying to get his attention, but suddenly they were disconnected. According to the school documents presented to CNN by his family attorney, Chelsea Acuzamano, the teacher said that the disconnection was due to Internet issues. The school tried to reach Kai's parents, but was unsuccessful. However, they were able to contact his grandfather and informed him of the situation. On September 22nd, they had a hearing and Kai Marie was found guilty of displaying a facsimile weapon while receiving a virtual education. Now, a facsimile weapon is basically a fake gun and they defined it as any non-functional imitation of an original firearm or a non-functional representation of a firearm, such as a starter gun, a stun gun, or in this case, a BB gun, which is a violation of Kai's school's policies and procedures. His attorney participated in that hearing and said it was determined a BB gun by the hearing officer. The original recommendation for expulsion was amended to a six-day suspension and a social work assessment to determine if Kai will need any further protections. Since the incident, Kai Marie was out of school but was able to return on September 24th. His attorney said that the school district took an on-campus weapons policy and applied it to one of their students in a manner as if he was on campus and did not consider the privacy of his own home. She also said that the gap in the way that the schools enact policies in a virtual learning environment should consider the things that take place in a private home. Also, the uh, Louisiana Attorney General, Jeff Landry, weighed in and said that he's doing an investigation. He was alarmed by what appears to not only be multiple violations of both the state and federal constitutions, but also blatant government overreach by the school system. For anyone to conclude that a student's home is now property of the of the school because of connectivity through video conferencing is absurd. He also said that it's ludicrous for this all American kid to be punished for taking responsible actions, just as it is for his parents to be accused of neglect. Now Jefferson Parish school district also issued a statement and said that they will not comment on an individual student record regarding discipline and that their teachers and administrators may employ reasonable disciplinary or corrective measures to maintain order. Now, when I was reading this article, the uh, question that rattled through my mind that probably rattling through your mind as I'm relaying it to you is, was the teacher right to report 
seeing the gun in the student's bedroom or was reporting the gun a violation of the student's privacy since technically it was at home. Now, I can uh, look at it this way. What would happen if the teacher didn't report and it actually was a gun? As we all know, these these BB guns are very real looking. They look very, very real. And there have been kids who've actually got shot by police for brandishing a BB gun. So that kind of answers the question of well, why didn't the teacher call the cops instead of calling his parents? Because you don't want to send the police, especially in this climate, to anyone's home saying that the student might have a gun. You don't know where that's going to go. So I can understand the reluctancy in doing that because this kid is nine years old. But the teacher should have reported. This is just my opinion. Should have reported it on the error on the side of caution because you don't know. This is a Zoom call. You know, if it, if that same kid was walking down the street with that gun in the middle of the night, you couldn't tell whether it was real or not. So I think that the teacher did the right thing by contacting by contacting the uh, parents, having the school contact the grandfather, you know, um, and get this whole situation ironed out. Now, for me, I think that the school, once they deemed it was a BB gun and that he wasn't using it, displaying it in any type of menacing manner that he tried to put the gun away, he continued his work. Um just like, you know, you might have tripped over a toy truck. You just push it to the side. That's kind of how it the pictures painted to me that Kyle Marie, you know, did with the BB gun. He put it to the side and continued to work. So after the hearing and they deemed that it was a BB gun, he should have had everything stricken off his record as it just, you know, he wasn't playing with it while they were taking the test. So far as we know, according to the story. He wasn't playing with it. He wasn't flashing it in any menacing way. He, you know, wasn't doing anything inappropriate with it. He put it to the side and continued to work. So that should be automatically stricken off his record, you know. And also, we have now that the law is going to kind of just play their hands in this thing. And of course, you know, the attorney general was saying, like, is your home now school property because of video connectivity? Absolutely not, because you can actually shut that computer off anytime you want to. And that argument that he's making, can it be made by corporations at this point? Can it be made by businesses? We all have Zoom conferences. We all have Zoom meetings. I'm pretty sure you have them out there, too. So once. Let's just say, you know, Bank of America, if you work for Bank of America, this is a hypothetical. And, you know, you guys have a Zoom meeting. Does Bank of America now own your home? Because once we open up this rabbit hole, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. So now you'll have new policies and procedures for doing Zoom. And the biggest takeaway of this is, you know, which that that is a whole separate issue. The biggest takeaway is, is that we don't know how long these kids will be on the virtual learning. And if you have a teacher who actually sees something that's wrong, 
depending on the outcome of this particular case, they might be reluctant to report anything. You know, you don't want to make it whereas, you know, they will be unable or be fearful even to say anything about anybody in their home. The purpose of a teacher is to protect that kid as well as teach them, of course, but protect them as, as long, you know, as long as their kid is in their presence. What if I, you know, am a teacher on Zoom and I see just like, you know, a, a kid is on Zoom and somebody in his household comes behind him and just start beating the brakes off him right there. You know, fist, not belt, fist. You know, grown man hits on a nine-year-old. Should should you say something then? You know, I, I don't know, because even that's a slippery slope. It depends on what discipline looked like in your house. But, you know, if it's something that you see that's a little bit too far, like, what do you do? Do I think that, you know, this young man being, you know, assessed now, you know, by like, you know, any type of state service to deem if he's safe, you know, jam his parents up, you know, because these investigations go on for months, sometimes longer than that. So they'll be looking at this kid constantly. But, you know, I don't think that it, it should be something that should have gone that far because this is a different space. You know, it's a different space. If, you know, the kid is not sitting there playing around with it or anything like that, I think that the the big takeaway is as not to mess this kid's future up with any universities, colleges or jobs even. Strike that stuff all off his record. How you get suspended off Zoom? Strike it off his record. You know, there's some kids that's doing worse things on Zoom than I pick the BB gun up off my floor and put it on the chair next to me and continue to work. You know, but again, that's my opinion. That's my thoughts on that. And I thought I would just share that with you. So um, I won't take up too much of your time because I appreciate the time that you took to listen to this podcast and supporting this little show that I'm putting together, you know, and I I should, you know, just stick in there with me as I grow and the show grows. And also, you know, if you see the Only One Mike podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, any streaming platform where you can get podcasts, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and we'll keep cranking out material. We'll keep finding new things to talk about. That's my goal here is to find things that we can have a conversation about. And again, I truly appreciate the time that you took to listen to me speak about this. Hopefully it'll generate some type of thought on this subject in your head. And maybe you can have the conversation with someone else. So my name is Carl Gerard. This is the Only One Mike podcast. And I want to encourage you to speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others because even the dull and the ignorant, they too have their story to tell. This is the Only One Mike podcast signing off. Peace.